ugly. That's actually the new name of the podcast, Hairy and Ugly. That's what I feel the, like. Yeah, the video version of that will probably be more... Um, yeah, that's paywall. Yeah, that's, that's going to be paywalled. Content. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know how deep we're trying to get right off the rip here, but it's the only thing on my mind. Well, then we should definitely go with whatever that is. Um, yeah, it's the only thing I've been... Uh, it, and it's been a hot topic since we are now the TMZ of powerlifting and strength world. Uh Everyone's fucking passing away. Are you talking about Cedric McMillan? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think, like four within the last six months, bodybuilders near or on the pro level yep. or in the spotlight under the age of 45. Yeah, he was 44. And he uh, army background, you know. I, I did hear, I did a little bit of research, although you guys know this podcast is quite up in the air. Uh he had some heart issues over the last couple of years, yep. and that's what held him out from competing. Yeah, he had um, a, a motor. I um, had a uh, mountain bike accident. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's separate, separate. Um, and then uh, I don't think it was, uh, you know, confirmed, um, but assumed that it was probably a heart issue as well uh, with this the passing. Um, and I just don't. Yeah, un- he had a heart attack on a, a treadmill in a gym. Oh, so it was confirmed. Yeah. All right. Because I look... Like, I don't know. I read this on on the literal TMZ, so I could be wrong on that. But. Oh, TMZ talked about it. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Like, Cedric yeah. McMillan's big, yeah. but he's not Arnold. Well, he won an Arnold, though. Yeah. No, he did. 100%. And he's been to the Olympia many times. 100%. But bodybuilding, yeah, I guess just to me, it's... I guess, uh, you know, first off, rest in peace, prayers to his family and everybody else, but um, it's wild to me that TMZ even covers that. Yeah. Still, you know? Yeah. Like, although lifting is cool now. Like, I just looked Seabum. The fool got 8 million followers on Instagram. What does Arnold even have? Like, 8 million? I don't know. Like, that's, that's celebrity. There's ce- there's A-list celebrities with less. I think Arnold has 10, but I could be wrong. That's crazy, right? 22. That's pretty oh, good. Oh, 22. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, I mean, it makes sense. But yeah, Seabum's got, like, 7, seven mil plus. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I remember in like 2012, they're like the biggest Instagram profile is Kim Kardashian with 10 million. Yeah, in, in like 2012. Yeah, and now Seabomb. Yeah, they're at hundreds of millions, right? Yeah, probably so. Which is also insane. I try not to pay attention to the Kardashians. I don't keep up with them, as it were. <laughs> but I think uh, I didn't know TMZ covered it. But yeah, so I did a bunch of research right when I heard yesterday afternoonish, uh-huh. um, and it wasn't confirmed. But you assume a, yeah, a heart I, issue. I've, I've seen it twice now that it that it was yeah. a, on a treadmill. And that it. sucks. What what is going on with hearts? I don't know what Boston Lloyd's situation was, but he's younger than me. Yeah, he had to be thirty, twenty nine. Yeah, what's because steroids have been around popularly since the sixties. Uh-huh. They've been around before, but. In recreational or if you want to call bodybuilding a sport, which I don't want to dig into right now, uh, they've been around. Yeah. What's going on that from 2017-ish, obviously we've had some people pass and people do, you know, a little reckless with their usage. Mm -hmm. But 2017-ish to now, the numbers had to be 20-fold. Yeah, maybe so. I don't. I mean, not having researched it, I don't really know for sure. But yeah, there's it's it's a lot. It's much more common. It's to much hear more about. common. It's, Anecdotally, yes, they're they're dropping like flies, sort of. So, is there a new compound guys are digging into? Is it wanting to get bigger quicker? Um, this is a big topic I wanted to talk about, and, and I did cover. 
uh, quickly in humorous form on Barber Brigade's talk show. Um, like steroid culture, when we started making content together, mm-hmm. which I looked, my very first video you filmed was, uh, I think it, it, in March or May, will be 10 years ago. Oh, Lord. Well, yeah, my fat face has been on YouTube that whole time. Um, and our podcast now together for nine years, eight years. Yeah. Steroid culture, there you could literally like count in one hand how many people admitted to taking steroids on the internet. Yeah. And then if you did take steroids and, and lied about it, you were demonized. Right. Which I don't necessarily agree with either. Um, but then there's kind of a middle ground where I felt like it was actually good. There was a neutral a neutral war where <laughs> there was like untested powerlifting and then the USAPL and they were both popular and kind of thriving, mm-hmm. right? And that was obviously like the peak of powerlifting per se. 2014, 2017, the sports were growing both parties, untested and tested. Um, a lot of people were, were thriving, uh, finding the sport, enjoying the sport. Bodybuilding was still cool and popular. Phil Heath was king. All these things were going on. And then the steroid thing was kind of like neutral, I feel like. People weren't demonizing. Some people were a little more open about it. Mm-hmm. Now, at least on TikTok, which is probably the most used social media in terms of hours watched, I'd imagine no research there, but an insane amount of people are on it. There's kids, like, and I say kids because I'm old now, you know, early 20s, like talking about their trend cycle, like 30 days on trend, here's day three, in like a promotional fashion. Which yeah. seems so fucking reckless. Yeah, like, there's there's such a there's such a, a a fine line of like transparency, which I think is needed in the industry, and it will never happen. But it's needed very much mm-hmm. in this industry, in any industry. I'm all about it. Versus like promotional, and there's so many people that are like have zero responsibility for their words and actions on the internet. And I know that's been said forever. Like, back in the day, you'd be punched for that, you know? Like, we need more of that. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know about that far, but there needs to be some kind of check. Yeah. And there isn't. It's going wild. And I wonder if that plays a role in it. I wonder if there is a new compound, because I'm not, you know, Dr. Steroid. <laughs> I'm I'm middle ground. I don't think there's anything new under the sun other than, you know, like, there are more people taking DNP than than used to. Yeah, or insulin yeah. is new-ish. But, uh, no, I remember, I remember somebody that we used to know sending his mom to get insulin f- at, at Costco for him. Right. So. Well, and, no, I, I think new-ish in terms of uh, the 2000s, right? Like, maybe yeah. Arnold and them were, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a whole argument, too, when people, what do they call them? The monsters, the not the bulk monsters, the muscle monsters. Muscle mommy is a term that I like that's going around now lately. But uh, <laughs> I've seen that one. But yeah. <laughs> muscle mommy is unrelated. That's just in my brains. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do they call it? Mass monsters. Mass monsters. The mass yeah. monsters. A lot of people say HGH and insulin brought on that era of bodybuilding. Yeah, they, they talk about like the steroid gut or the yeah, GH which gut, which I don't even whatever. know if that's a thing or not. I don't know if it is either. But boy, it. I mean, it's pretty obvious that midsections have gotten bigger something's changed yeah something's Something's changed changed. um and yeah i don't know if that's insulin related or hgh either way and i guess that's i've had this discussion with a couple buddies and and i do think yeah the 2000s brought a different era of steroids for sure because back in the day it was some basic stuff you're taking a little test a little d-ball and bada boom bada shbing um not that i promote either of those like not that those are like yeah man you'll never have health problems taking those (laughs) not saying that but then you layer in 20 different compounds and you want more and more yeah. because Mr. Olympia is 25 now. Yeah. Right? So then you're like, all right, well, how do I catch up? I'm 26 
And so you're just railing compounds all day. You're snorting trend for breakfast. I don't know if that's possible. And then, right? Like no, th- that yeah. can't be healthy. No. And then the amount of the dosage, I've, I've heard that on, on TikTok too, where like, yeah, we're getting into it. I don't know. I don't even know how I feel. I feel like I'm promoting it. I'm not. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, like a regular dose of, of test, whether it's TRT or a basic bodybuilder dose, you're taking 200 megs or something mm-hmm. where these guys are just straight on TikTok like, yeah, man, uh, basic dose, 700 milligrams. I'm like, why are you going to fucking, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I, like, There's I, no responsibility on your own half. Yeah. With your own body, let alone what you're promoting. I, I think that a, like a moment of insight here is that some things have like an immediate reaction. You know, the orals often have yeah. an immediate reaction. There's like a, a aggression and, yeah. you know, pump, D-ball, whatever, you yeah. know. There's a, an immediate halo. It can make people scary. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I think all this stuff can. Yeah. And no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. So even to this day, like probably today on... A thousand fitness podcasts are talking about steroids and people dying. Yeah. And not a single one of them will mention how mentally crazy some of these people get. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I have I have numbers, anecdotal numbers of friends and people I know saying their boyfriend or girlfriend turned into a different human when they went hard into bodybuilding mm-hmm. or figure or whatever. And, and, and like, this is something you mentioned to me the other day that I really wish I knew more about was that, that the longer that someone's on, the more That's what it I affects hear. their their cognition. I've heard you know? straight IQ. Which yeah, they say IQ yeah. doesn't change. I've heard there's minimal studies that show, well, it might it, decline. It could be declining, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that um, unless something has an immediate, immediate reaction that makes people think, oh, this might be, a, this might be bad for me, then I think that the urge to put the pedal to the metal is really sure. strong. Well, and if you're getting, you know, and this is going to sound super hypocritical in a sense, because social media allowed us to do so many cool things and still yeah. it allows us to have a company. But when you, when you get jacked in six months and all of a sudden you throw all your shirts away and yeah. you're taking pictures on Instagram and you're right. getting instant validation with hard eyes and you're getting instant validation by men or women in your DMS and your follower counts screaming, we're, we're, we're evolved dogs. Right, the what's the bell, the drool bell yeah. experiment? I see, Pavlov's dog. Yeah, I'm a Pavlov with these followers. Right, yeah. I I post a twerk, my followers go up, I twerk more. Like yeah. it's it is like that's how content creation works. That's yeah. how humans work. That's how sadly science works too. Right, I, I do this, I get this result. That means this is good. Or if I like this result, and I'm gonna continue to do this. Right? Yeah, and if you if you look through your um through your recommends in in Instagram like nobody's wearing a shirt you're not going to find anybody that's wearing a shirt no and so and if it's you're boobs, in the f- boobs asses and shirtless dudes so if that's, you're in the fitness space you're like what do I need I need boobs asses and shirtless dudes and yeah. so I'm going to become one of those three right. however I can and, yeah. and and when the follower goes up and 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 the truth the truth is you can make a lot of money and you can you can have a lot of fun and a yeah. lot of opportunities do open when you get followers on the internet so it makes people want to do these things more I guess the long story is I understand why these people do these things. Yeah. But man, can we have some self awareness on health, on what we're promoting, some responsibility and, and dare I say it, integrity within the fitness space yeah. to to how we how we trek this world. Yeah, I I think that um, I, I don't know. This was a thought that that came to me in um, uh, when I was first waking up the other day. Like, why not like healthy first? 
Why not healthy first? Yeah, well, because I mean, that that that's really what fitness is supposed to be, right? What it, what? It, but that's not what 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 a lot of people are, are currently doing. When you're filing for like YouTube, maybe Instagram businesses, mm. Google business, when, there's never like a, a jacked gym. It's always I work in the health and fitness space. Right. That's the fucking category we're all in. Yeah. And no yeah. one's fit. Yeah. And no one's healthy. Yeah. And uh, I, and I'm not perfect, but like I eat something green every single day. Mm-hmm. I drink water every single day. I do some type of movement. Sunday sometimes I take off, but I move my body in some nature every single day. Everything. Not not because I want to go to the IFBB. I don't even want to compete powerlifting. I don't yeah. want any of this. I just I, I do want to look better for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I like to lift heavy. I want to get stronger for sure. But I, I, I again I'm not fucking Simmons or something dancing around screaming health health health. But like I, Richard, not not Louis, Louis. <laughs> the rich, not the Lou. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And neither of them probably were either that healthy. Poor Richard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm not that guy. But it should be in the back of your head, right? Like if you if you like what you're doing mm-hmm. as a bodybuilder or powerlifter or whatever, if you love this and you say you do, right? All these guys say, oh, I love bodybuilding. I the iron pug pit me. I'm a meathead. I'm a gym rat. Well, then don't you want to do it longer? Yeah, because you can't do it long if you're doing it the way you're doing it. Right. Right. And I, I think that. Um, I think it goes back to what I was saying before that people don't uh they don't have an appreciation for the long game and for sure not and it's hard yeah and I think also they think oh, I'll just do this for a while and I'll get to this level and I'll accomplish whatever goals and then I'll back off to whatever yeah and that they don't understand that the backing off part is really really challenging because sure. once you've been that big or that strong or that, that ripped popular. or whatever that popular not being that popular anymore 100%. is a really tough pill to swallow but that's where like so if you have self-awareness or at least try to practice some whether it's therapy or meditation or or just sit by yourself for a second yeah. no one even sits by their goddamn self for a second yeah. know who you are know who you are not mm. through this process i'd imagine the exit's a little easier yeah. Right. Potentially. Like, potentially. And of course, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to. It's hard to retire. It's hard to change hobbies. It's anything you break up with in life, from a, a friend to a lover to a house to a city to a job to a, a any of it, it. It is like the killing off of a part of you. Yeah. It's hard. Any of that's hard. And I'm not going to say it's not. Like, yeah, your identity. But the more you tie your identity with your bicep size. The yeah. harder it's going to be. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm Mike. I'm a son. I enjoy these things. I lift weights. I'm not. I'm Mike. I power lift. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As soon as you go there, I'm Mike. I'm Republican. Yeah. As soon as we go there, as soon as something happens, it becomes twenty times harder to rip apart because now my soul, my identity, my me, is that thing, and now I can't deadlift anymore. God right. forbid. But who knows, right? Who knows what? The, I go out there in a fucking. We had a turkey in the parking lot. Maybe that thing bites my leg off. What do I? They're related to raptors. <laughs> Maybe that happens, and I can't deadlift again, but if I'm Mike the deadlifter, I'm done. Right. My life is shattered. And then you have to figure out how to be again. Not only can I not deadlift because that's my identity, Mm -hmm. but now I have to figure out something new with my life because I got attacked by a a modern-day raptor, (laughs) and now what? Yeah. Right? Rather than, okay, I got attacked by a modern-day raptor, my leg is gone, how do I handle this? Yeah. I don't have to worry about this other part of me dying. I, um... 
a couple of weeks ago, I had a conversation with um, a friend of mine. You know, I mean, we we live in an age where we have friends, but we've never met them in person. So I don't have friends, but there's a lot of people I talk well, to I've never met in person. If I didn't have friends like that, I probably wouldn't have yeah, friends at all. No, so that's just sure. just yeah. just how it how it goes. Yeah, we but, call them internet friends. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh and he's probably listening. Uh. Because he was a a fan back in the day and um and so was his dad which is interesting anyway though uh he was complaining about you know a little bit of belly fat a little bit of a little bit and he's like he's lean yeah you know it just that happens to be where he accumulates a little bit of extra fat but not instagram lean and 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 he was like going on and on and on about what he was going to try to do to address that or whatever and i was like yeah or you you could just like figure out a way to be comfortable with it yeah yeah it's hard because like that little bit of of love handle or whatever that's not the deciding factor in how healthy you can be and yeah. if you were losing sleep over it yeah it's hard then, then that's probably you know I, I don't know this guy and i don't mean to throw things out but it's probably like a real problem that's like like e- e- eating disorder. We start to get there, right? Dysmorphia. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah. I, and he he actually he uh, posted something yesterday, day before, whatever about. He's like, okay, like I'm just. I, I would I, basically he was like I was told that I'm I'm trying to train like a pro, but I'm not trying to be a pro. Yeah, I don't care. So yeah. it, I should I should figure out a way to just to be cool. Yeah, it's hard. It, obviously, it, it's much easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, much much easier. But when he when he was start talking to me about this, I said back in the day when I was like undergrad, I had a buddy who um, was getting married had a bachelor party, had a bunch of friends over different guys of different ages, whatever. And I had probably a, a half an hour conversation with a guy who probably in his late thirties, very early forties, very good, like model, good looking, yeah. you know, like that sort yeah, of yeah. rugged a hunk. Yeah. Yeah. And, 25 minutes of that 30 minute conversation were about his fucking love handles and like <laughs> where we needed to get liposuction yeah. or whatever. It's like, dude, you're like in the 99th percentile for yeah. looks in the whole fucking world. And you're worried about like a quarter inch of fatter on even, your waistline. Uh, like, let's just think about life for a minute in context. Okay. Even, even if it is your job. So let's say this hunk in grad school was a model yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like what you're upset. Like, Stop obsessing about that, and if it really bugs you, do something about it. Yeah, that's your job. But that's like me having a casual conversation, and say like, "Man, my lockout on six thirty-five pound deadlift is really keeping me up at night." You know, like just, you like what? Like, let's talk about something that. This is a whole other time. <laughs> when you're communicating with a human, yeah, try to make the conversation interesting for both humans. <laughs> right. Right. And, yeah, back to the dysmorphia thing, like, even if you're getting paid for that, if you are a pro bodybuilder or whatever, like, talk to your coach and nutritionist about it, because they want the feedback. Don't talk to randoms about it. And then, two, if it is your job or profession, fucking fix it. Yeah. You know? Or even if it's your love of a hobby, fucking go lose your love handles, fatty. Like, like, what are you talking to me about it? Like, go fix it. Right? And same with the deadlift. If we're talking about deadlift or we're working out together, sure, we can talk about our... Or if you and I are talking about our diet, hey, man, I've been fucking binging lately. I've been hammering cookies. I want to lose a few. Sure. And you want to talk about how you want to drink more water. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's a conversation to be had. But so many people just... They... uh, Mouth diarrhea? What's it called? (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like, they're just spewing at you. Verbal diarrhea. Yeah, verbal diarrhea. Yeah, Yeah. mouth diarrhea sounds a little too visually gross. Yeah, that's a lot right there. But, you know, they're just like coming... Yeah, like, shut up, dude. 
right? And, and, and we all have that issue. And, and I think it's been long talked about with uh, magazines and pop culture and young women, right? The the, the expectations that they're rail thin and mm-hmm. this and that. And this. But guys, let alone in the industry, but in general, yeah, what do you You're growing up with Arnold on the TV and you're growing up with these bodybuilders, especially now, like Instagram, everyone's watching it, everyone's watching TikTok and everyone's fucking shredded. But it, very few genetically can even be there. I think one per, less than 1% of the world even has abs year-round. Mm-hmm. Two, like 15% body fat for most gentlemen is very healthy, mm-hmm. and you look pretty athletic. But if you're on Instagram, like those guys are diced. And so what do you think? You're, you're going to think you're fat. Right. Because everyone else is 10%. Yeah, and, and- And on drugs, and not happy, and not eating much. And the camera adds weight. Yeah, and, and they can't get I mean, boners in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's one of those. Uh, back when we had Eric Helms on yeah. a while ago, he was talking about that. Yeah, fact, like you get down and you, you know, to that level of leanness and yeah, good luck. You're uh, grumpy. Unrelated to that, but related to that. Uh, last week, I think it was last week. Uh, I saw in my my Reddit feed, someone was like, "Yeah, a guy at my gym says he's natty. What are you guys thinking? It's a it's an Instagram picture of Alberto Nunez." Alberto just posted something the other day. Shout out Alberto Nunez, Eric Helms, all the guys at 3DMJ. If you guys are ever looking for really high-quality coaches in the physique world or powerlifting world, highly recommend them. Uh, old friends of ours. Alberto posted something. He's like, the one time I was like famous and uh, ESPN or SportsCenter ran an ad and used him being shredded. But it was like it was ESPN, but it wasn't. And then it was some company about like a fat loss or muscle gain pill. And, and it's it was, him when he's veiny out of his fucking mind. He's like the one time I was on ESPN or something. I was like, holy crap! Because some like, of his pictures are insane. Yeah, he gets yeah. so shredded. Yeah, he he has yeah. genetics that most of us don't have access and to. And discipline beyond the world. And he's done it for fifteen years. And, and he's, he's so 20. yeah. And he's so dialed yeah. into competitive bodybuilding. Yeah. Um. On that same note. Back to our TMZ. There's a <laughs> I recently heard and found out a an Olympia winner. I'm not going to name names here. Take your guesses, fam. Uh, went publicly on his Instagram in like a Q and A or something, and he I believe he won Classic Physique or maybe what are they now? There's I think it's Classic Physique. Uh, and he's won he's won the Olympia within the last like let's say eight years to narrow in our shit talk. Uh, and said he's natty. Didn't say like. I'm like, dude, it's so easy to say, again, talking about the transparency, because I don't like to talk shit with a problem and not have an answer, Yeah. right? If I say you're all suck and you're all funny, I'm going to teach you how to be funny. If I think you suck at deadlifting, I'm not going to say, haha, you're fucking weak. I'm going to teach you how to deadlift. Mm-hmm. And so here's my example with this. With everyone claiming not to be natty or do that, it's as simple as when someone asks you if you're on shit and I'm in the IFB fucking B, I just say, yeah, PEDs tend to be a part of the sport. And then just leave it at that. Right? Let everybody draw their own How hard is that? It's not that hard. I'm not lying. Right. I'm basically telling you if, if you're a fucking if you're above the age of eight, you mm-hmm. understand what I'm insinuating. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to tell you like, yeah, bro, I got fucking jacked on trend. Like I don't have to promote it either. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. You're not saying I have a tackle box full of of steroids I'm not, or whatever. Yeah, you know? I'm not promoting it. I'm not lying to you. Yeah. Just well, why can't we say that? Yeah, it's a part of the sport. It's so easy. But this guy goes live, uh, and he's got millions of fans, and, and everyone wants to fucking look like him because he's Mr. Olympia, and mm-hmm. he says, yeah, I've never taken a steroid in my life. 
And you're like, huh. Like, why would you do okay. that? Okay. Because yeah. then now every word that comes out of your fucking mouth is a lie. Yeah. It, everything is suspect from that point right? forward. Yeah. And we're all, we're all prone to lying or wiggling the truth. That's human nature. I get it. I don't yeah. believe in lying. But, you know, we're, yeah. we're, it's hard to be completely transparent. But that's just flat out U-turn lie when you probably had a needle in your butt yesterday. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't even have to be steroids, too, because it can be like, I don't eat carbs. It's right. like, yeah, right. you, you, you do eat carbs. Yeah, you're a fucking binger. I saw yeah. you at the buffet. Yeah, yeah. don't, yeah. Like, I am enough in your life yeah. to know that you eat carbs, so whatever Everyone. you're saying is bullshit, you yeah, know? Everyone. I don't know, man. I don't know, and that's my long rant, and I hope people get educated. And then, and then counter to that, you know, I'm, I'm not anti-steroids. I, I wish we would study them harder so we could figure out proper doses and at least give people directions on proper doses so we don't lose all these people to heart attacks and, and, and kidney issues and liver issues and your organs get wrecked yeah. and everyone's fucking sick and everyone's fucking dying in the health industry. Yeah. <laughs> what we look looking like the epitome of health and being the epitome of health look so different. Very different. Yeah. Um, and, and it goes on the opposite spectrum too. Like people that are running marathons and thousands of those people have heart attacks left and right as well. They're not healthy. They don't have an ounce of muscle on their body. You know, they could have just as many issues as these pro body. Yeah, workers. it's when you when you're taking something to an extreme, right? You, you you really it has to be for a particular time period, and you have to be able to like we were saying before back back out of it. And and I was listening. I'm, I think I may have mentioned this in the last episode, but I'm listening to this um, book, the the messy middle. It talks about different organizations and and in their middle years when you get past the yeah. um the not the, sexy the, stuff yeah when you get past the very beginning the part that's exciting the honeymoon period of owning a business and you're not on top and you're not on top um one of the things i talk about is that if you're going to create a competitive advantage you have to like be working angles that other people are not working and be willing to do things that other people are not willing to do in that time and i think that's what happened to bodybuilding sure and and i, and I don't want to say all this stuff either that i think like everyone should aim to be average Right. I like bodybuilding and I like extreme powerlifting and I like extreme marathon. I think it's cool to display what you're good at, put the work ethic in and try to be the best. But there ha- there there there's got to be balance from death. Like the spectrum doesn't go I'm the best and then death. Right. Like there's 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 room here, you know? Yeah. And why aren't we looking at these things and why aren't we more analytical? And maybe some of it is fluke, and maybe some of it's genetic. I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor and no one knows, right? Because we yeah. don't know what these people are taking, what compounds are thrown in, or where the compounds are from, or what's going on. Um But I think also for every one percent we lose at the very top IFBB, I know there's bodybuilders that haven't made the pro stage that are probably dying as well right like that yeah, i, I we, think we that's a fair know. assumption yeah. they, they're not going to be on tmz when you're the local big guy that passes away at 35 who who you know hit the gas hard but never really competed or right only or, competed or was trying bit. to yeah. or didn't get there always or, chasing the dream never never coming close to right. actually doing what you would have to do to compete to, to fulfill it yeah whether they have the genetics or didn't put the time in or or just were maybe they're on the edge of becoming an ifpb maybe you're tw- you know for all i know a 25 year old just hopped on passes away yeah. and could have done it but like we don't hear those stories yeah because but but you assume they're happening everywhere if everyone's taking this similar path to get there. And I think if you're looking for a non-bodybuilding but cautionary tale, look no further than Pete Rubish. Yeah. 
who yeah, yeah Pete talks a lot about it he does he's like he actually shares his results he's trying to right now like recover his his hormone levels he wants to have a kid at some you I know Gareth Fears talked about it a little yeah. bit some of some of his usage and non-usage and 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 all this is anecdotal right because again like steroids are weirdly illegal I think they should probably be illegal and regulated but not not the way they class are. four or whatever the hell's going class on three yeah, yeah. Um, like, like they're not it's not heroin yeah yeah uh, yeah, the addictiveness and all that's probably more right psychological than physical. Yeah, yeah. Although there, I'm sure there's some physical issues, but I yeah, I just wish we could study it more. I wish there was maybe more um, um, transparent conversations happening mm-hmm. rather than promotional conversations or anti because the anti doesn't help either. No. Steroid bad, you cheater. That yeah. doesn't help anyone or anything. No. Um, and so I don't know the f- fix. You know, I, I I'm trying. It's just so it's so week after week it's happening, you know. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it's it's not been long since the last one. And I couldn't even tell you who who that was, but in, yeah, Boston Lloyd was another big one. Dallas McCarver was another big yeah, one. Those couple, all both those. Is it Sean Roden? Now. I don't want to misspeak. Someone yeah. passed last year. A yeah. big big name, you know. Like I don't know, man. Flex. I don't even know anymore. There were so many for a second. Still... He was in the hospital forever. Yeah, no, I think he's he's. This is frightening. People are. I know. My bad. We can edit it away. <laughs> we have to cut this out. Yeah. Because we at this moment don't want to talk about. I think I just saw. You're talking about Flex Wheeler, yes. Yeah. Not Flex Lewis. Like I know that Flex Lewis is fine. I don't. I think Flex Wheeler. Is yeah, Sean fun. Roden, 2021 November. Uh huh. So that's that's you know huge name six months. Yeah. Within six months. Yeah, Flex was in the hospital forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Sean Roden's a big name that passed away in last this November, right? I mean, 2021 is yeah. fucking two months ago, kind of, even though this world is <laughs> moving quick. It's April now, but it's within six months, yeah. Yeah, it's we'll just crazy. Yeah, Boston Lloyd, that's my list. I don't know. That's all That's all that's been on it, my it, stupid brain all day. I would, I mean, I'm, probably none of them would, would talk about it to us, but I want to know how scared the rest of them are because you think they should be. Yeah, but I don't know, right? Yeah, because like, is it magical thinking it can't happen to me? I think some of that comes with maturity and self awareness. Mm-hmm. So I'd imagine if you're going to extremes in anything in your life, those probably aren't there, right? Like yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, my buddy, yeah, I have, a, I know a guy that did this, but that's not gonna happen to me." Yeah, right. Like even a car accident type shit, and, and we're all guilty. You and I probably are. we all know someone that got in a real bad car accident and got death fucked up whatever motorcycles worse yeah for sure but yeah. even even cars well, i was bringing yeah. up cars because you and i still we still drive and we don't think about it yeah uh, I think which about a little bit i, I think about it more now than i used to <laughs> but but even still and and some of that's i think human nature safety right because if you were so fearful of everything bad we've ever happened we would not move we'd be paralyzed right, right? i'm like well i'm never getting in a car like yeah. that's not healthy psychologically yeah. either so part of the human psyche is probably built to overcome or hide some of those mm-hmm. in our brain otherwise yeah we're never getting in an airplane we're never gonna get near an, I, I mean i got fucking mauled by a dog as a kid right. they thought they were gonna rip my face off 24 stitches in a 10 year old's face all over bit me three times or twice then i would never pet a dog again yeah <laughs> right it's good that my psyche kind of d- d- forgets that mostly yeah you know so maybe they're at that level seabass has a little house slipper of a dog here yeah scared scared shitless of it i'm i am no joke i'm not scared of it by any means he's got a little corgi cute as shit uh chance but like those things are gonna bite me way more than a big dog <laughs> oh yeah yeah very, very Fuck likely little yeah, dogs yeah. i went to the dog pound the other day and it's still going crazy like the covid thing oh yeah everyone's 
dude, me and my mom found a cute dog at like 10 a.m. We rushed to the pound to go get it. Gone. They're like, yeah, someone adopted it an hour ago. I was like, I know I don't have a job, but why don't they have jobs where they have to work nine to five? Like I sprinted here on a Friday at like three and I can't get this stupid dog. That's that's bad. I know it sucked. Yeah, talking about the um the ongoing effects effects of the uh of the pandemic, I, I just went to Austin and uh just flew there and I know you've been on a plane a little bit lately yeah. going to LA. And I was, we went to, to Canada and New York in December, January, whatever. And it seemed like people were kind of back in the groove of travel. And, you know, everyone was cool yeah. to, to the extent possible. But uh, we get on the plane last Thursday here in Sacramento. And I think it's because we were primarily in airports that people kept traveling. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like big travel, ones. Yeah, New York, the business guys yeah. that had to move. Yeah, right. People who traveled through the through the pandemic. And we're getting on the plane to basically go to Burbank, which is probably where you're flying yeah. for, for um, uh, Barbell. And people did not seem to know what the fuck to do anymore. Yeah. It took... 20 minutes longer to load the plane than any time I've ever been on a on a Southwest flight. To, to their, uh, to play devil's advocate, and it probably had nothing to do with loading the plane, but TSA isn't, like, uh, standardized. No, that's absolutely I true. I hate that. I'm like, not real happy like with that either. Like, one dude's, I don't know where, I think it was LAX this time, a dude's screaming at me that I didn't put my carry-on, it's like a luggage luggage, it's not yeah. a bag, in a bucket. And they don't require that everywhere. Yeah. yeah, most places you just yeet the bag through and you throw your hats and your phones and right. your shit in a bucket, backpack even. Right. This is a big old luggage thing, and he's screaming at me. I'm like, bro, like I was on an airplane ten minutes ago, and they didn't tell me to do that, and now you're screaming at me. Just relax, I'll do it. Uh, I'm not trying to argue. I didn't yeah. argue anything. I just didn't do it. I had a TSA guy scream at me in uh, New York at LaGuardia in like 2004 because I didn't take my hat off. Right. And you're like, man, like, this thing's cloth. I've been wearing this fucking hat in every airport yeah. I've been in. Yeah. Like what? Or some, some yell at you about hoodies. Some don't. Yeah. And then they look at me stupid when I ask, I say, Hey, do I have to take the hoodie off? And the guy's like, no. And I'm like, well, the other guy made me take the hoodie off. Yeah. Don't, don't yell at me like I'm yeah, an you, idiot. All, all of you need to sit down and have a meeting with each other and, and like kind of standardize your shit. Because they're supposed to be the same, right? It's not Sacramento. Yeah. It's fucking federal shit. Yeah. Yeah, that confuses me. But this was people actually getting on the yeah, plane. Yeah, just walking like, like idiots, not knowing where their seat is or whatever. Or, or, well, you know, Southwest, just grab a fucking seat. And then the, the overhead. Been, yeah. right always a mess yeah so you need to step into the the thing and then put your your thing yeah. up unless of course you have to you know put it on and then or just be quick man. Back. but with that quick, thing in there yeah but be quick about it for yeah. christ's sake uh that's one thing i think people are just so unaware of like life like same thing downtown sack like you obviously drive here a ton now that you live here and you live in a close-ish suburb that's yeah. quietish but living down here people don't even look before they cross a road no car or person or bike they don't yeah. even fucking look Look, dude. Yeah. Like, they, they're going to walk into... I'm not going to hit them. They're going to hit my car. Like, a pedestrian's going to knee the side of my door. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. you didn't even see me? Yeah, for sure. And People are just stupid. You're all stupid. Not you guys listening, but everyone you know is probably stupid. So, when you get on a plane, do you... Uh, aisle seat, window seat? 
I'm actually a window guy. Really? Despite my size. I mean, I'm a first class guy, but that happens one every 30 trips. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the only way I'm going to fly fucking international, I've decided. I haven't gone overseas and I mean, Canada, but that don't count. I haven't gone overseas besides that in like 15 years. I'm never doing it again unless it's fucking. I'm, I'm in a pod. Put, I want you to be able to freeze me like fucking Han Solo and wake my ass up when I get there. It's that, that's very expensive. I don't know. I mean, like I'm I, <laughs> the first I'm, class or the the freezing. Um, I think probably both. <laughs> I would imagine both of those. Are we very gotta expensive. be able to. I heard they froze. They found a frozen dinosaur. Not the fucking way off the rails here, but we talk steroids and deaths. So now my brain's got to release. They found a dinosaur that was basically frozen like that. They found like skin and shit. Yeah, right? they found one that was intact. Yeah, that's they, they, crazy. They, not frozen. In, but they think it was actually covered in ash at the point that the the extinction event when that yeah. when the um, Ice Age meteor with Ray Romano when the big re- meteor hit the yeah. Gulf of Mexico over and it billion just, like, years ago yeah like everything got very cold but he's like there quickly. like DNA and yeah they're yeah. about to make them yeah but I don't know that's what they said uh, fucking they, idiots yeah f- that's they that, did that's not the, see Jurassic Park that's the internet going All, nuts we're going on like six or seven fucking Jurassic Park films yeah there's a new one coming out. new one coming yeah anyway um, yeah I don't know were people grumpy when you're flying that's what I found because uh, I didn't fly a lot COVID COVID because we were so busy here but um, I flew a little bit there and then much more recently and I find that people are just fucking people are always assholes but they're extra edgy this wasn't so bad. Yeah, it good. was a, it was maybe a little bit more um, in January and December because COVID numbers were super high. And yeah, was and holidays. People out. do holidays yeah, for sure. They're just yeah. grumpy. But I, I'm an I'm an aisle sitter because yeah, I'm gonna have I get to it. At, get up and go to the bathroom or whatever. And I am not the broadest shouldered guy in the yeah. world, but, but I'm you're also not the, the smallest. I, I'm not the smallest yeah. either. And this trip, okay, four flights to go to, to Austin. Here to Burbank, Burbank to Austin. Austin to Burbank, Burbank back. So in the whole trip, I maybe gotten bumped, which is one of those things that happens. That's why I like the the window. The shoulder bump, probably two or three times. And then Monday when I'm flying home, fucking six times. And and a couple of them were were on the first flight. And then the second flight, the, the Burbank to Sacramento, which is a forty-minute flight, like chunky, yeah, chunky flight attendant. Oh, uh, yeah, the flight attendant's the rough part. Carrying a tray, and just yeah, like like what the fuck, yeah. lady? I mean, I don't know why, and I get the money, right? Like they're trying to shove as many people as they can on a plane, but like, can't we just get a little bit of room? That's so the window. Regardless, you always have like two inches extra space, a little bit, right? Yeah, so like, I'm idea. shoving my shoulder. In the little window cell, and just fucking cramped up. Going to L.A. sometimes Southwest, sometimes whatever's cheapest, and sometimes that is like a Delta or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm always middle because I, I I'm not the check in early guy. I'm just like the it's a 40 minute flight. I'll figure the fuck out. And I'm always in the middle. And the only way you choose that one is your. You're, I'm scouting like I'm a fucking quarterback in the fourth quarter. All my reads walking down the hall. I'm walking down the middle reading everything I can. I'm trying to find two smallish ladies that because I, I know I'm stuck with the middle seat. Uh-huh. I'm fucking C 
you know, 69, and and you find in the ladies, and I'm just going in there so I don't have to be next to two large men. Okay, so I, I'm just the opposite of that. I want to... Because you like an aisle. I like an yeah. aisle, and I want to get in as quickly as possible and get out as quickly as possible, and I'm offended if for some reason I get a C or even a B. Yeah. I'm upset by a B. If I'm going to Texas on Southwest, like I went to Florida, that was Southwest, I checked in right away. I needed that A. Because, yeah, yeah you, I mean, if... Over an hour flight, I uh, start to get pretty antsy. An yeah. hour flight, I can kind of do whatever I got to do. So getting on the plane in Austin. Um, Which is a pretty dope airport. Yeah, it's pretty nice. They got some good food and shit. Yeah, they have a lot of good food. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of bookstores there for some reason. Anyway. Uh, Big readers. Maybe the college. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so this is not a full flight. And they've said this is not a full flight. That's that's like a the bit that's like one of the few joys in my life when I hear that. Yeah, not a lot of things make me happy anymore. That makes me pretty happy. So I'm in an aisle seat. I got two seats next to me empty, and I'm hoping that they're going to stay that way, or at the very least that there's going to be an, an open, open middle. Oh, sure. There should everybody be. likes an open middle, yeah. right? So what happens? This couple comes in, and they want to sit in these seats. I'm if like, you're not in fuck. eighth grade. Yeah, and it's your first kiss. Yeah, just sit somewhere else for now. Just or or you go further back. You can sit True. together. You can do. You can fucking yeah. Pitch a tent back there. For yeah, all you I find care. the mile high in the back. Not, right. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. But so, stranger yet. Okay, this is a male female couple. I did not specify that. Okay. Dude sits What's next the middle? to me. Just cause. Sits next to me. He's blocking you. He maybe he was maybe it was an alpha male challenge. It's like. Uh, like what? Yeah. Like like what? Yeah, unless unless she's, you know, Fiona from Shrek and she's yeah. got some shoulders on her. Maybe and, she's the smallest and she could sit in the middle logically. And so if you're if you're a guy who's sitting on the aisle and there's a guy in the middle, yeah, then no you have space. to lean out. Yeah. Now, that's not the one that I got bumped as many times. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I got yeah, bumped a, a couple times, but not not nearly the way I did. But dude I thought that she wanted to sit by the window so she could look out the window, but she closed the fucking yeah. blind uh, shade. Yeah. I don't like, know. I don't. Know. I don't think people think. I don't know. I'm always trying to get the most space. That's the yeah. only my only thought process on a plane. Dude goes to sleep, nice. right? And I realize he's he's sleeping closer to me than my wife sleeps to in bed to me. Yeah, maybe it's I don't. An I don't. Opportunity. I don't want to. I don't want to touch anybody when I'm sleeping. Yeah, and I don't want anybody who's sleeping to touch me. You got yeah, and some people just like I don't think you can control it. Obviously, but if you know you're a weird sleeper, don't fall asleep, bitch. Yeah. I know I'm a steady sleeper, so yeah. I can sleep head back and my arms on my tummy like an old man, and I ain't moving, you know? Yeah. So then I'll, I'll take a nap on a plane. But if you know you're a tosser-turner, drooler, snorer, move your head to the cider, I need to lean on somebody, that's happened to me only once. <laughs> but it's always, right, like a dude right. falls asleep in his shoulder, or even a lay, I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. I don't know. You get your head off my shoulder. Yeah. That's happened to me. If you know you're that person, don't fall asleep. should be a rule. Yeah. Maybe no, a I law. I agree. Maybe you owe me dinner. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, drink coupons when they drink have Drink ticket would be plenty. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't drink on planes mostly just cuz I I kind of feel worse if Only I, when you're going to Vegas. Yeah, it's kind of the warm up probably, probably yeah. worth it then. Yeah, the yeah. warm up probably worth it then, but um anyway, flew down to Austin. 
Austin's fine. Everybody yep. said I would love Austin. I liked Austin, but I think yeah. that if you have, if you live in someplace like Sacramento or Kansas City or Portland or Seattle, Seattle yeah. LA, even yeah, LA, San Diego. yeah, you've been places that had cool stuff, and it's not your your eyes are not as wide. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, it's the, not Tokyo. No, it's not a different world. No. But it, it's a cool city of America. Now, however, when they say that it is the live music capital of the world, yeah. it probably is. There was a live band playing in the airport. Yeah, that's cool. That's why I want to go to Nashville. You know, yeah. live music, and yeah, I I know it's not going to be Mars and whatever compared to Austin and whatever, but but there's cool places. Been to Nashville, it was fine. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go visit fucking sorry boys, southeastern Western Dakota, <laughs> right? Like those guys. Shout out our boys in Massonomics. You, they go to Austin, and, and they're like, wow, yeah, look they're, at this. They're in a new goddamn world, Ooh-hoo. right? Yeah, but. You know, I'm from civilization. No offense, love you boys. I'm but, gonna hear from Tanner when it. Yeah, this. yeah, but you know, then it's yeah. yeah. I think that in in they all, have to know. Yeah, they bought a billboard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. No one in Austin's but actually fuck, dude. Max Tuning bought a billboard in Houston too. I was gonna say that's like not a affordable city thing, but but, but apparently yeah, Max is. is doing it. Apparently, I think he is. bought it for his dog. Dude, like a joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, don't have the funds or energy for it, but cool. Oh, and, and you can't get a dog because apparently everybody. You can't in California. I wonder if that's a California thing. Maybe we, we do have a shit ton of folks. Maybe you need to go somewhere else. Uh, I've tried. Ne- I, I look in Nevada and stuff because oh, some yeah. people will let you go pick it up. Yeah, or some will ship them to you. Really? Yeah, that, I'd be scared by that. The dog would be so freaked out by the time you got it. That... I'm used to crazy. My dogs. My dog was on Xanax for two years. Oh. I can handle crazy. Uh, okay, uh, uh, ladies. Uh, like... <laughs> Yeah, for anyone who's uh, looking. Yeah. Um, you on Xanax? Perfect. <laughs> Out of your fucking mind? Love it. Love a challenge. Uh, I cannot prove this, but I feel like Austin, with all the live music, I probably could get, you could probably hire a band to come play at your colonoscopy in, oh, yeah, in no, Austin. There, there's probably gigs just waiting to happen. Yeah. We, we saw uh, this guy who is 81 years old. I had to get to the stage with a walker, but he was Johnny Cash's uh, pianist for 20 years. That's sick. Yeah, it was pretty sick, yeah. Did he play that style of music? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Americana cool. Yeah, stuff. folky. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I love live music, man. Yeah, we I do. Yeah, we saw we saw this other group like at this like little deli thing. There was a few blocks from the Airbnb that we had. Yeah. They're just jamming. Uh, they were they were older. They'd been singing together since 1993. It was three women vocalists and like they a couple of dudes playing bass and guitar, and often sometimes one of the chicks would play drums. Uh, but they were singing that sort of close three part harmony, you know, yeah, and and not using in your monitors or anything like that. I mean, that's Still pretty good. Yeah. Very, actually very, very good. And it's like, they've been together forever. So I suppose yeah. that has something to do with it, but people don't try that now. No, no, no. Well, cause that's, that's why the term is like, there's famous artists now. There's not a lot of famous musicians now. Yeah. Right. Cause like the skill level to become famous, there's different aspects yeah. than your vocal talent. The Everly Brothers and the Bee Gees sang into the same microphone because right. they were super close to yeah. each other, so they could hear each other right. and and match their harmonies. But they're they're but more musiciany than yeah. They probably yeah, wrote yeah. a lot of their music. Yeah, it's a little different now. Yeah, I think rappers don't true. even write their own lines. Then okay. your one thing is to be a rapper, right? Like <laughs> you have one gig, one yeah, and you can just yeah, 
it, you sound copy. just yeah just copy so yeah the airbnb that we had was a real question mark too like i don't know how long people are going to be able to continue to live in austin because the the the, the house is like you know, two bedroom, one bath with a shed in the back that's yeah. been turned into an Airbnb. And you look it up on Zillow and it's like nine something. Yeah. That's where a lot of the comparisons come from Sacramento. Is yeah. that like it's a cool city, a lot of culture built around university there, built around the capital here. Mm-hmm. Um, but neither of them were made to expand as fast or as well as they have. And then the planning around that wasn't great. I, I do think Sacramento. I think we can catch it. Although our traffic's not great because we have two freeways and shit. Yeah. Um, but and I two think rivers and that, yeah, that we things don't really to get in the way. Of and yeah. But I think I think slowly um, we've done it a hair slower. So yeah. you know our, our our suburbs are planned pretty decently. The expansion of downtown's planning pretty decently. So I think it'll be okay. We're there. Yeah, they're just fucked everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's clogged. Yeah, just crazy. The the this Airbnb did not actually have a kitchen. I mean, the kitchen was part of the shed that wasn't insulated at all there's yeah. no table to sit at at all yeah. i mean it, it was i hate Airbnb. i've told many a story there yeah it's not my gig i, I, am g- a I generally guy. have a good experience but yeah. it's like this was just like it was that bad it just wasn't great the the sofa was one of the only places to sit in the whole thing and it's one of those like futon sofa ikea things yeah. that you sit in it and like i'm not I'm not a skinny man, but I'm also not that fat. Yeah. And the the whole front of it is like that's the worst feeling yeah. ever. Where you're balancing or yeah, pushing exactly. yourself back onto it. Yeah, exactly. I hate that. That's, that's what I was worried about. Uh, like Jim decorated the whole new uh, set and built the whole thing out and chose everything. And he showed me the chairs. I was like, yeah. And I was like, I hope these things don't push me forward. I'll kill myself. <laughs> that's yeah. like the only thing I care about. Honestly, yeah. yeah, I hate that feeling. Yeah, couches like my couch at home. I literally bought it because it's fucking like eight feet deep. Like my feet are up in the air like a kid. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not sliding around. You know, like I would way rather just be able to sit than be like, yeah. You literally feel like you're on a slope. Yeah, I hate that. I hated that too. And then and my wife got sick while we were there, and so Sunday we didn't do anything, and I'm sitting on that couch, that stupid couch. Yuck. It was not fun. Yeah. Oh well, um, I think we should just tie this one off here. We got uh, a couple guests on the way. Yep, a couple movies on the way. Yep. I might have been wrong. I, I, I could have sworn there's a t- Tiger Woods documentary going on. I don't know. And Dean, our, our our co-host with a lot of the movie stuff, seemed to not think so. And he normally knows a lot better than me. But I swear someone talked about it. There's definitely a Tony Hawk one we're going to cover. Probably cover Kurt Warner. And then someone was supposed to hit me on Instagram, but they didn't. Um, it sounds like there's a body dysmorphia thing. It sounds older, but it's like a documentary. I forgot what it was called. But it sounds like a bodybuilding-ish one that I've never heard of. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and someone brought it up like, hey, have you watched that? I was like, no, but tell me and we'll cover it. And so if you're listening, tell me and we'll cover it. Um, but otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, 3SB.co, Americana still up. We got some new droppies, which you guys are asking me all over Instagram very, very soon. So stay tuned, 3SB.co. Head over to 50percentfacts.com for all platforms if you want to listen to the podcast. Ratings review do help, but also join the Discord. Um, We're probably going to be doing some giveaways there. Uh, I don't know if we we had a meeting, but we didn't talk about it. I got like a little partnership I'm working on, and it might be partnered with the podcast. It might not be, but either way, we're going to do giveaways for that. I know that just sounded so vague and doesn't get you excited, but trust me, it's dope. If you head to Discord, we're going to do some giveaways there for that. Giveaways for 3SB, as always. Exclusives there, early uh, access 
on all the apparel. Um, so yeah, join that Discord, 50%facts.com to get there. I'm Sound Mike everywhere you want to find me. Could it be ugly me, my life with body dysmorphia? No, nah, it was like body, body it was like, oh, like looks a, that kill was a TV movie from the. No, it was more of like a, you know, meathead title, like a, like a body, epic bodies or something. I don't know what the fuck it was. All right, we'll keep I was we'll, cooking, you know, and doing an Instagram live and someone spit it out there, so I wasn't, I was paying half assed attention. Seeing myself as ugly. I don't know. We'll 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 figure it out. Uh, like my autobiography. <laughs> I am at the Jim McD on all the social media. This show fifty percent facts, where percent is a word and fifty is just numbers. And we back at you on Friday with a shorty. And uh, next week's guest is Tony Gentlecore, somebody I've known forever, like five ever's, but never had him on a podcast. So uh, we'll talk to you uh, Friday and next Wednesday. <laughs>